Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. Welcome to One Shots, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot, and I'm here to welcome you to Police Cops, Garney and Slam. This arc features our DM Tom McGee, player Ryan LaPlante as Maverick Cop Richard Slab, and Tyler Hewitt as by-the-book police officer John Garney. Our heroes have been forced to team up as police cops, but what happens when they go looking for a clown informant? Nobody knows cause it's one shot! <laughs> police Cops Edition. Squiggles the Clown. Truly a strange criminal informant if ever there was one. Squiggles has had his hand in all sorts of 
uh, nefarious deals throughout town, whether it was uh, that time they tried to sell real estate to a bridge that already existed, whether it was the distribution of drugs badly. Uh, he's a bit of a fuck-up, uh, both as a clown and as a criminal, but uh, he often ends up with information that, um, that can prove useful. Uh, Gurney, how do you know Squiggles the Clown? Uh, boy, worst decision of my life was uh, booking Squiggles back when he was a clown to, for uh, <laughs> my son uh, Ethan's uh, uh, birthday party. His, uh, his, his, we'll say ninth birthday party. I was like, how old is too old for clowns? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and just the party going to absolute shit. Um, Squiggles, uh, showed up in, uh, a van uh, that performed a rolling stop, uh, and he kind of just jumped out of the side of it. Um, he had his clown outfit, uh, but no other clown accoutrement. <laughs> so he blew up, uh, inflated our uh, dish gloves as a bit, um, and handed those out uh, to my children, who, I mean, those were already in the house. Those are our dish gloves. It's not, it's not a gift. <laughs> it's, it's just, and... Uh, he, I'm pretty sure he took some food out of the pantry. Uh, we like we were missing like peanut butter and stuff like that after the party. Uh, and anyway, just kind of an awful, creepy vibe all throughout the entire party. We finally asked him to leave uh, before we even like sang happy birthday and brought the cake out. And the weirdest thing was he didn't like wait for a van to come back or anything like that. He lifted up a manhole cover and just crawled into the sewer, <laughs> which was super. <laughs> Strange. Uh, anyway, go ahead and work with that on this. Gotcha. Squiggly the clown or squiggles the so, clown. So, um, uh, what you later learned uh, after calling to demand a refund several times is that uh, Squiggles is—he's uh, from uh, North Uptown, which is the real bad part of Uptown, <clears throat> and uh, he spent uh, time um, in and out of Jail Island, uh, which is an <laughs> island that has a jail on it. Yeah. Um, they only later learned you could name it something rad like Alcatraz, but they'd already written Jail Island on the map. So, what are you gonna do? That's it. Yeah. You can't order two signs. That's not the budget. Um. So, uh, he spent a bunch of time in Jail Island, uh, and when he got out, he thought he'd go go legit uh, by becoming a clown. Uh, but he unfortunately didn't have any real frame of reference for clowning, uh, other than a book he'd read well in jail island called it um but he only read parts of it and he he just thought like okay like just be a clown kids kids are there that's great and money um so unfortunately <laughs> he had uh not not much for frame of reverence um he'd already spent all of your money um on uh uh the um uh the lighthouse casino uh which is kind of at the uh the harbor in in north uptown uh, it's also a lighthouse, but they needed a way to pay for the lighthouse. So they built a casino under it. Um, so he already did think blown... it was weird when he asked for his deposit to be in unmarked bills, and that I had to drop it off under a bridge. For I, him mean, to collect. I mean, admittedly, fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> shame on you. Fool me twice. Well, he hasn't. So 
Yeah, well, exactly. Um, so what you worked out was uh, he, you knew he'd never be able to repay you, but he might be able to slip you some tips. So over the <clears> years, um, he has drifted in and out of criminal circles. Um, and I think he's uh, very much a kind of a Joe Pesci type when it comes not like to looks, but to how he fits into criminal organizations where he's just like a weird ancillary mm-hmm. guy who's around, but he's not, not really in with any of these crews. Um, but, um, you haven't heard from him in a while. Um, the reason this is concerning is because Squiggly only reaches out when he needs a favor. <laughs> he will have information to give me, but he needs my help with something. Well, this is just not the time. You are, you are not wrong. Um, so... Classic Squiggly. He, uh, he is, um, he took up, uh, some work, uh, there was a traveling carnival, um, that, uh, didn't notice an extra clown, so he's been picking up some money on the side there. Unfortunately, uh, some, some debts See, he owes. Tom, this is a weird question, but did Gurney call him after he got the beeper? Yes. Cool. The only way he could have this information, because there's no texting. <laughs> no. Just wanted um, to check, Yeah. Well, you so, said there was T9. We're in, it's 1990X. It's true. Um, no, so, uh, yeah, but it costs like 10 cents a text, and Squiggly does not have 10 cents. He doesn't have text money. Um, <laughs> not like those fat cats on Blackberry, I'll tell you what. Um, so, uh, yeah, he, um, you get a, Gurney, you, you went and gave him a quick call, uh, and it's the classic, like, only in a movie payphone thing, um, where uh, he got on, on the line and was just like, Gurney! Gurney, they're after me. Slow down there, Squiggles. What Gurney, is it this time? Gurney, they're after. Sorry, that's just a clown joke. I'm still on the clock. I, I, I'm not paying a cent for your clowning around, Squiggles. What is it? What do you need? I, I, I'm at J.P. Non-Shadington Circus, the least shady circus in town. They uh, hired me. It's pretty shady by a fair stretch, but go on. I mean, yes, it is. They, it's a circus. If they, if they declare that they're the least shady circus, that's, that's it's pretty a, shady. It's a traveling circus slash carnival. Of course, it's deadly, but everyone's here. Anyway, I'm in big trouble with some bad people. They're coming to kill me, but I've got a big lead for you if you can keep me alive. Well, let me ask you this, Squiggles. What do you know about avocado toast? Avocado toast? I know. There's a like, hot drug going around. You can tell he's leaning into the phone, which doesn't make it any quieter or more conspiratorial. And he's like, I, I know where they're fronting it. It's somewhere bad. And I'll tell you, but you gotta come save old Squiggles, or else uh, I'll be taking the honky nap in the dirt. Okay, what's the address and the directions for how to get there? Because I... <laughs> I cannot. There are no third-party services for me to under like get to. I understand. To that, that would be some kind of weird future time. Uh, we're at one dirt path lane. Just drive down the dirt path, and you'll see a giant traveling carnival. That's uh, yes, us. The downtown dirt path. Got it. Okay. Yeah, uh, but make sure it's dirt path path east. Uh, if you go on dirt path west, it'll take you to the woods. We're not. We're dirt not path. in the woods. Dirt path lane east, not in the woods. Got it. Number one. Number you one. You can't miss it. it. Well, I I don't think I will either. Look for the large rickety metal things that look like they could kill anyone who rides them. The circus tents, right? Like, yes, and <laughs> we'll the circus rides. tents. Okay. 
We have the Screamer. It's just a giant metal monstrosity. Squiggly, I'm not going on any of your rides. You don't have to pitch them to me. I'm just coming for I'm the sorry, information. I'm sorry, it's part of my contract. I'm hanging up now, Squiggly. Save me! <laughs> and I hang up. Yeah, yeah, and you turn around and you just see Slab leaning against the doorframe. And he just says, I think I smell a lead. You got it, partner. Our first lead. Let me go file it alphabetically. <laughs> that is not... And then I just knock the file folders like all off the desk again. I'm like, it's time to move. Um, as you uh, you make your way back up to the uh, to the main bullpen and kind of uh, towards the uh, the parking lot, uh, you just see a Chief Belushi yell, "You go get cops! It's time to clean up this city." I hope. Good luck. Make sure to file it. Get by. Crying, sir. And I just, like, give him the finger as I, like, shove Gurney <laughs> through the door as we and, leave. And uh, Constable Rash is just like, I know I shouldn't like this, but police cops. Um, so you rush out into the parking lot. Uh, you have three options for vehicles. You can take the Lambo, you can take uh, the minivan, or you can take, like, a, a classic uh, police cruiser. Uh, so where are we uh, headed? Uptown or Downtown downtown we're heading to one dirt path lane uh east in downtown i know the way uh let's take my ride you drive i'll drink uh and then i take a flask out and i just like take a swig from it you see uh vin walker and paul diesel looking at your lambo nodding to each other and um uh you see uh vin just give you like a thumbs up I give him one back. I don't have a problem with him. He seems all right. He's like, it's a cool ride. Well, you know what they say. When you aren't going to live long, you've got to live your life one quarter mile at a time. This guy gets it. I feel like he's family. Oh, boy. Uh, and then uh, Paul Diesel is like, yeah, I think he's family. <laughs> and then you pile into the minivan. Yeah. Hey, fellas, how about, uh, how about this ride? It's... Uh... Great fuel efficiency. It's an excellent people carrier. Uh, and, uh... uh <laughs> can also Paul take life one quarter mile at a time in this thing. Yeah, Paul Diesel looks <laughs> up and gets he's the job like, done. John, you know what I respect about your wheels? This ride, family. it's fast and furious. Your ride's about family. That's what I was going to yeah, say. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's More great. about family than a two-seater, I think. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Vin looks at Paul, who looks ashamed. He's like... <laughs> So I've been saying, maybe we could all drive together sometime instead of getting unique vehicles based on our personalities and skill sets. Yeah, and then from the side window, you just hear Slab go, family's great until families die. Uh, and But then instead of dramatically rolling the window up because they don't have electrical windows, it's him just being like... Yeah, it's not. It's it's designed for someone of Gurney's strength at this point to roll up the window. And, and uh, Paul Diesel just wipes a tear from his eyes like, yeah, like that time Letty died, uh, and then uh, oh, you you hop in the uh, hop in the van. Um, so yeah, I assume based on the window you just rolled up, you're sitting in the front seat. You're not doing like a driving Miss Daisy. No, no, he would get in the front. Cool. Um, do you fuck with the uh, the radio or the tape deck? I think I'll just keep turning it off whenever <laughs> Gurney turns it on. I just reach out and turn it off again. Gurney, what's playing in the minivan? Uh, it's. Uh... 
the the boys use the van sometimes too. Uh, so it's uh, it's the nineteen ninety something. It's Offspring. It's playing some Offspring. My man. <laughs> um, so we're just driving down to Pretty Fly for a white guy. Yeah, great. Uh, uh, so you take you off. Cut, cut the radio off every like thirty seconds of music. And all the girly sand. Yeah. Any fl- <laughs> I got. I'm trying to listen to the music that my kids listen to to connect with them as a father. All right, we need to we need to know why the lady says fly. Okay. If you want to connect with your kids, you should spend time with them instead of risking your life on the streets. That's exactly what I'm looking forward to. All right, I'm this close to retirement, buddy. You're police cops now. You're rolling with loaded dice. We're gonna finish this case in record time. I'm gonna put this behind me. I didn't want this. Uh, and I am, I'm out of here. Why don't you leave now? We'll pull over. I'll tell them you did the job. Uh, that would be entirely unacceptable and a lie. You're an innocent man, aren't you? You're old and you're big, but you ain't seen much of the world. I've seen enough. I've seen, I've seen all of downtown. I bet your parents are still alive. They are. Exactly. What does that mean? (laughs) Some of us lose our parents. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. God damn it, it, stop it with the music. I gotta start it over. <laughs> um, so you uh, you make your way um, to uh, your path east. We arrive at the, uh, the fairgrounds, and uh, you can see it is indeed a shady-looking circus-slash-carnival. Um, you can see a couple of rides that definitely aren't up to code, um... Gurney, to you, these just look like death traps that you would warn your kids not to ride. Slab, to you, these look like places you've had shootouts or might have shootouts again. I think that's kind of your baseline for most architecture. Like, Yeah, this is a, a festering criminal hotbed. The screamer was a zipper in the soul of the city's sky. I expected to tear it wide open before this case was done. Yeah, it they called just... it the screamer. I wondered how many final screams it had heard and how many people rode it straight to hell. Meanwhile, uh, Gertie, for you, it's like, this thing is not big enough for you to ride. It's like not you're, up to code you're, in no, any just way really whatsoever. Not. very slapdash. There's a lot of infractions. I make a mental note to come back here uh, <laughs> for, yeah, all the infractions and stuff like that. Write these guys up. Yeah, Write I kinda, some fines. I kind of like to believe tickets. that maybe that was your first, your first real job in the force was like... <laughs> Zoning infractions, like this is this was like your jam back in the day. Yeah, it's um, temporary housing permits. Yeah, so you walk in and it it is it is bustling. Uh, it's you know an exciting evening uh, here in New Chicago, and um, uh, they've set up in a very like uh, dirt lane east uh, has a beautiful view of the harbor uh, out behind it, um, much like uh, all big cities in in uh, cop movies. Pretty much the entire coast is a harbor. Uh, so there's just kind of constant uh, harborness, and in the distance, um, you can see uh, sort of the twinkling lights of Prison Island, uh, but you can also see uh, the famed World's Fair statue, uh, which is a um, a statue of an architect building a smaller statue uh, to remind everyone of when New Chicago uh, hosted uh, the the famed uh, World's Fair. It wasn't as popular as Chicago's World Fair, but like. It was newer. It was closer and newer, yeah. um, so it's a it's a point of pride for for New Chicago residents uh, to be able to to look on, on uh, Sir Buildery, uh, the the statue in the distance, and and think on their own architectural greatness. 
Um, <laughs> is that like the mascot of the the fair? Uh, no, that is that oh, is uh, your Statue of Liberty. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it's like... just a this just a shitty old statue. It's Bildo, <laughs> the building guy. <laughs> Uh, sure, he could be there uh, in the same way that uh, New York is full of tacky Lady Liberty knockoffs. Yeah. Uh, Bildo is a uh, is like the city <laughs> mascot on all like like rather than like I Heart and it's like I Heart Bildo. Yeah, uh, and Bildo is uh, a bear with like a hard hat um, yep. and uh, slab Bildo all... bear. Bildo oh boy, bear. We are getting into a weird space. Uh, but uh, we've abandoned the show now. This is just punning. It's well, what we do. Slab for you, uh, Bildo has always been a bit of a sore spot. Uh, you and your your sister were big fans of Bildo as kids, but you always wondered if maybe, just maybe, her love of that damn mascot bears what led led her to think that the bear that took her life would be a friend to help her build, yeah, rather I than an Bildo. enemy who would destroy. I see Bildo and I turn to Gurney and I go, never trust a bear. They'll take what you love most. What an odd thing to say. And I just like proceeded to the, the so you circus. En- you, enter the, uh, you enter the circus slash carnival. Um, it's, uh, it's very busy. Um, there's, you know, people wandering around. Uh, it's very noisy. Uh, and you realize that um, you don't really know where best to look for... Um, squiggles? Squiggles, uh, your informant. So... I would ask one of you to roll me, please, a read a situation. Uh, that might be... You might be better off there, uh... I might be, because, I mean, I, he'd be like, he'd be like, all right, so where's your contact? I mean, he just said to come to the carnival. I, uh, I was honestly expecting us to just be able to follow the sounds of an audience's disappointment. We would just get there. Um, I'll, uh, I'll go for a Rita situation. I'll sure. pan the crowd. So that's a seven on the dice. Minus one is a six. Oh, <laughs> so close. Um, the, uh, the lights and sounds overwhelm you. Um, Gurney, what's your first memory of being at a circus or a carnival? Uh, getting lost. So, um, despite being a massive man now, once you were but a small child, and there's the the sounds and smells of of the carny folk fill your nostrils, you you get carnivertigo um, and uh, sort of stumble to the left and right. Um, All you can see are things to be won and and cotton candy to be eaten, and you you don't know where your parents are or, or where you are. Um, so you are, you are, uh, just very, like, straight up overwhelmed by this. Um, Slab, you see Gurney start to, to stagger a bit, um, and, uh... I want to, I want to grab him by the shoulder and just, like, take his face and turn it towards mine and go, Hey, hey, you gotta pull it together. I'm gonna leave you at the lost and found. I'm guessing your contact's a criminal. Not if it's a criminal. I nod. All right, let's find some crime. Uh, and then I want to read the scene just looking for criminals at sure. the circus. Yep. yep, I'll take that. That is a five. <laughs> um, you remember a conversation you had with, uh, with Gallows uh, a couple days before you, you went in. He, he was saying, uh, he was showing you um, a... a 
could show you a picture on his phone. <laughs> he was, <laughs> he was showing me a Polaroid. He was, yeah, he was showing you a Polaroid of uh, uh, his uh, his new uh, top gal that he just started seeing, uh, and he's like, her name. Is... Partners in the forties. <laughs> it's nineteen ninety. Best gal. <laughs> Anything's possible. Um, Gallows was just like, her name's Gina. I think she's one of the few people in this world who can understand someone like me or someone like you. She understands the streets. She understands that we're all just the lifeblood flowing out of this city. Also, she's a big fan of Men in Black, which came out recently, which I also enjoyed, so we've got that going for us. I'm gonna take her to the not Shadingling Brothers Circus when it comes to town. Do you, do you think she'll like it? And I look over uh, Gurney's shoulder and I just see Nick staring at me in the crowd and it like blows my mind. And one of those things where I like close my eyes and look back and he's gone, but now yeah. I'm all haunted by the memory of ghost of my dead partner. Did you get lost at a carnival too? In a way. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you both one point of camaraderie. Uh... <laughs> By failing other roles? Yep. Uh, so normally in uh, one of the, my favorite things about uh, Apocalypse World is when you fail, you get XP. But given that these are each going to be kind of self-contained things, uh, instead I'm going to give you camaraderie points, which are generally from when you kind of work together. So <clears throat> a camaraderie move is a rare thing, and you shouldn't use it unless it's really like a... You know, we finally figured out how to work together. Um, but it's it's a non-existent stat that you earn over time. So now you each have a point of camaraderie. Um, right. Cool. So, um, you... Knowing that, um, you both begin to just sort of case the place, but it's, it's very difficult until you hear the sound of a gunshot and an unfortunate squeak. Like a... Uh, right. I, uh, immediately run, like, I, I, like, snap out of the childhood trauma, and it's yep. like, we've got a job to do, uh, and I, I look for the sound, and I start running in that direction. Uh, yeah, I do too, but I'm, like, gun out, like, he's yep. full ultra cop. So, um, you, uh, you start running, you can see the crowd is, is panicking, um, and, um, as everyone kind of breaks away, uh, you see one of those, um, like, test of strength things that you hit mm -hmm. with a hammer, uh, and you see a, a shabbily-dressed clown stagger forward, uh, holding his, his stomach, blood pouring between his fingers, uh, and with an exhausted sigh, just fall forward. Uh, and he hits the thing, and it goes up and hits the bell, um, and there's like, uh, like a, you win, you win! And Bildo <laughs> is just sitting there, like, waving his, his cardboard arms. Oh, Bildo. Um, and then you see uh, Squiggles roll off of it uh, and fall back on the ground, chest heaving as he begins to bleed to death from the gunshot wound to his stomach. Tom, can I do a read the situation to see if I can spot the shooter? Yep, totally. That is a 10. Yes. Uh, so you get three of those questions off that list. Um, so best escape route, way in, way past. Enemy most vulnerable. Enemy that's biggest threat. What should I be on the lookout for? Enemy's true position. Who's in control here? Okay. What's my enemy's true position? Um, you see a uh, a man wearing a, a what seems to be like a almost like a heavy fur jacket, which looks real weird. Um, uh, kind of like moving quickly through the crowd. 
uh, holding cotton candy that has been like untouched, which is insane because clearly if you've got cotton candy, you would fucking eat some. Um, and uh, you get the sense that that's probably your shooter. All right. Uh, what's my best way to catch him or like my best route? Um, right now he's trying to uh, sink, like slink away into the crowd. Uh, so if you like chase him, um, he's not running. He's he's doing the the like classic like I'm clearly a henchman thing, where he's, he's just, trying like, to do that Homer Simpson into the hedge. Just yeah, disappear. kind of. He's just moving through the crowd, trying to look subtle, but he stands out horribly. So your best way in would be speed, because he's okay. in All the right. crowd right now. Do I notice him or no? You just notice him, not me. Okay, yeah. so far. Uh, yep. And then my third question will be knowing that I'm watching the crowd and he's like Navy SEAL trained with undercover cop experience, you know, a double cop, if you were. <laughs> uh, what should he be on the lookout for? What might he spot in the crowd that would prevent him if he was going to dash? Um, you as you quickly scan the crowd, um, you notice that uh, there is um, a man with a long braided red beard. Uh, wearing a poncho, standing nearby, who is uh, eyeing you somewhat suspiciously. And you know from your Navy SEAL training, you never send one shooter to kill a clown. You need at least two to make sure it's the day the laughter died. <laughs> cool. Um, which one of the... Uh, I guess this is just a functional question, but like, which one of them's closer, if I was only going to get one? Beardy um, or Cotton Candy? So, here's the thing. Uh, cotton Candy is further away and is clearly the shooter. Uh, but he's also clearly at a disadvantage because he dropped the gun and is moving through a crowd. Poncho might have weapons that you can't see under his poncho. All right, I'm going to say to Gurney, uh, it's one of those like whispered things where I'm like, protect the clown, watch out for a poncho. Uh, and then I'm just going to like hide my gun like where it's like low down, kind of covered, and I'm booking it after... You're doing like the Jack Bauer sprint? Yeah, Great. yeah, Jack Bauer sprint. And then when I'm close enough that I have to yell that I'm police legally... I still won't do it. <laughs> I, Gertie, what do you uh, do? Um, I, uh, I see the direction you're running in, and so I'm going to use one of my yeller uh, abilities. Uh, it's called Sheer Terror. You can terrify people by yelling at them incoherently. <laughs> if you choose to do this, roll and then add muscles. So I'm going to do that. Oh, that's not good. So that's three plus three, six. So what I am going to yell, uh, uh, on a that's a miss. So on a miss, you strain your lungs. Nothing happens, and the enemy takes advantage of your openness. The director may make a move against you. So I will say, like, everybody move! Police business! Uh, but my voice squeaks a little because I'm, <laughs> I'm just a little hoarse. <laughs> Police right. business! <laughs> Um, so Coming out of the big show, that is very funny. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, the um, uh, the man in the fur coat looks back uh, and he he locks eyes with you, um, slab, and um, he starts like pushing people all the way and running, uh, and unfortunately, um, Gurney, uh, the man in the poncho is going to take a move against you. But I need to look up what my moves are, because... Uh, oh, there, here we are. Uh, okay, so the move I'm going to use is uh, separate them. So um, as you're yelling that, uh, as uh, the fur coat starts pushing his way, like Beardo starts pushing his way through the crowd, um, it means that as um, Slab runs after them, the crowd kind of closes around him. 
mm -hmm. uh, and you are you are entirely separated from him as you turn to face uh, the guy in the poncho, um, who, to your surprise, um, is uh, like kind of like flips the poncho up, uh, and he's got a revolver in one hand and a short sword in the other, uh, and he starts like stalking towards you. I'll say, uh, freeze, police cops. <laughs> and uh, we smash cut back to Slab. Uh, slab, people are, are, are fumbling into the way of you, so I need you to roll me a stunt check, please, as you try and, like, dodge around all the, the people in the crowd. It's a classic, like, police chase where a guy's throwing people down in front of you. Um, cool. I don't expect you to stop and pick any of them up, but I do expect you to leap over them dramatically. Twelve. Nice. Just a clean <laughs> double six. You'll never forget the time you had to clear out that factory in that small European town no one talks about anymore because it's gone from the maps. The bodies were falling faster than you could reload, but you couldn't slow down. Not if you were going to stop the man with the biological weapons. I made it um, through, and when I look up, instead of this dumbass holding whatever, a cotton candy, I just see Bildo Bear, and he's coming <laughs> at my sister, and I take off like a son of a bitch. Um, so, yeah, in, in like, uh, Legolas climbing those fucking collapsing stairs bullshit from the end of The Hobbit, you're just, like, stepping on people and, like, running running through. Um, and, uh, yeah, on a 10+, plus, uh, you do the cool stunt you're attempting, and you feel like a total badass. You take plus one forward... Uh, and, uh, if you roll above uh, a 10 plus on something like this, you can declare it's in slow motion. That's in the rules. So, up to <laughs> oh, you. it's definitely in slow motion. And it's like you're watching, it's like a parkour almost, but yep. it's human parkour where it's running off of people. And then, like, he does a back roll over, like, an old man with a walker. So, like, he just rolls over his back. And as and you do, he stands running. up and, he, like, you hear a crack and he stands up. He's like, I can walk again! <laughs> Um, you drop into a roll, you come up, uh, Max Payne style, what do you do? You're, like, uh, right there. I want to tackle him if I can. Like, sure. just get in there and try to take him down. Alright, uh, so go ahead and roll some violence, please. What does violence add? Muscle, I assume? Uh, muscle or agility? Or agility. Or... Yeah, it's the same score, so cool. That is another 12. Jesus And Christ. if I had a plus one come in, that's a 13. If I had to use it on the next roll. <laughs> All right, dude. So you get to choose three of these. You can inflict terrible harm. So uh, plus one harm. Uh, you can make the target drop something. Uh, I think you, you inflict one harm if you want to inflict it regardless. So you can inflict two harm. Uh, you can make him drop something. You can knock him down. Uh, you can make a mess, which adds the messy tag to this. You can make something explode, which adds the loud tag to this, or you can hit a bunch of people, which adds the area effect to this, or you can escape or close in. You are obviously you're already there, so I think you're looking at kind of like a a harm, drop something, knock down, mess. Okay, Tom, I don't know if this works, but for my three, I would like to extend my nightstick, because I've got like one of those metal ones that goes yep. long. I wanna hit him in the leg, and then I wanna take him down and cuff him. Can I do that? Yes. 100%. Sick, then I do that. Great. And I'm like, you've got the right to shut the fuck up, and if you say I didn't read you your rights, I'll beat your ass again. Uh, and then I'll haul him up. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes. Maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Hey everybody, Tom McGee here, your friendly neighborhood DM, and I just wanted to thank you so much for listening to our shows. I hope you're having a great time. Obviously we are. I'm probably really stressed because they're they're probably doing something horrible to me right now, but uh, I hope you're enjoying it and uh, we're enjoying you being here. And listen, if you want to get a little bit more involved uh, in our show and with the various things we do, you can check out patreon.com slash dice where you can find more information about how you can become a part of the show, how you can screw with me on air, how you can add names and all that sort of stuff. And it's a great way to support us in our ongoing dumb adventures. So thanks very much for joining us and I will see you out there in the dumbverse. Great. Uh, I wrote myself a uh, personal bingo uh, for this and one of them was a uh, Miranda Wright's joke. So <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there, baby. Uh, let me just look up what your the stats on your nightstick here. Uh, to make oh, I've sure. got them written down. Uh, it's two harm uh, and then hand. Cool. Yeah. So that means it's up close. Um, and sorry, you're you're not you're not trying to do anything lethal to this guy, right? You're just trying to. No, no, no. Okay. I just so, want to hurt him because he's an asshole. That's fair. So uh, we'll say you don't inflict harm because you feel like hitting him would kill him. Um, so yeah, you you knock the legs out from under him. Um, he, uh, yeah, as he, he, he drops, he's like, Phil, I was going to ask you to read me my rights, but I guess I can't now, or you'll beat my ass. Is that correct? 
you nailed it. Uh, and then I just like shove him back towards <laughs> the scene. Yeah, the it's like bonk and then pick him up so oh, I can like, haul him towards the scene. Um, cool. So Gurney, uh, you're facing down. Uh, you, you say you draw on uh, on the guy in the poncho. Is that correct? Uh, I will. Uh, I'll pick up the hammer from the test of strength game <laughs> because I'm massive and it's right Shit's there. Shit, son. All right. Um, so let's say uh, go ahead and roll with uh, roll violence. Yeah. Because I assume you're attacking him, right? Or are you just yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, seven. Uh, okay, so on a seven, um, you can inflict harm, but you take some as well. You can inflict harm, but are driven back, or you can inflict harm, and a friend is badly hurt in the fight. I'll, uh... <laughs> it's squiggly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll inflict harm, and I'll take some too. I won't give up the ground. Uh, okay, so you rush in with the hammer, like, high over your head, which is kind of like twice as high as most people's heads. Uh, and, uh, cause he's got a pistol in one hand, he's, he's just like, Oh, big man, let's see how big you are when I shoot you. Uh, and then he, uh, he just, like, shoots you in the shoulder as you rush in, but, uh, it's not the first time you've been shot, nor will it be the last. Uh, so take one harm, uh, yeah. and then you, you swing the hammer down, um, inflicting one harm on him as well. Uh, you bash the gun out of his hand, and he, he kind of, uh, stumbles back, um, holding up the, the short sword in front of you. Um, what do you do? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, raise the, uh, oh shit, I should have gotten a little more, but that's okay. I'll remember for next time. I'll raise the hammer up, uh, and rest it, like, on my shoulder. Like, I'll, I'll raise it up out, actually, and point it, like, at him, like, by the haft, like, effortlessly. Yep. And I will shout one more time, uh, with, uh, sheer terror and say, uh, drop! The weapon! Police cops! It's like slightly more belabored in breathing as yeah. you've been shot. <laughs> so I forgot my crime doesn't pay attribute, mm. which is I get plus one to any roll against criminals, so I should have been using that, but that's okay. So this is a good roll. Oh, wow. That is 13. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. So, what does uh, I'm sorry, I don't have your your character sheet up in front. That's okay, of you. I got it up here. What does uh, I, I can't tell you what your move does. So you can so tell on me. a ten on a ten plus, I can pick two options. Mm -hmm. um, a single person of my choice flees immediately. A group makes a fighting retreat, base uh, hastily but organized. Someone falls down. Someone's grip on an item is lost. A friend is alerted to your presence. Um, and I will say. Uh, this guy loses a grip on his short sword and he falls down. Like I just, sh I just shout and like advance on him with the thing and he trips backwards and yeah. falls over. Uh, he 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 falls over, um, uh, having dropped the sword and kind of like crawls backward. Uh, and he says, "I showed the friends the runes. They were right. It's the police cops. They are here." Um, and he, he just cowers. He holds his poncho up over his head in defense. Uh, and I'll uh, I'll cuff him. I'll, and I will read him his Miranda rights right then Great. and there. Um, so in classic buddy cop film fashion, you both turn around to go like help the other one just to find the other one has just arrived with, with their perp and shackles. Uh, and uh, the two of you look at each other, I think with newfound respect, knowing that both of you can serve justice when, when the need <laughs> arises. Uh, I immediately got to go check on Squiggles, though. Once we sit this guy down in the dirt with his hands cuffed, 
uh, I uh, I go to Squiggles. Yeah, and I, I look to the two guys that we've like sat down on their butts with their like hands cuffed, and I'm like, "Here's the deal: if either of you move, I'm shooting you in self-defense." Uh, and then I go over to help because you're looking after Squiggles, and I'm looking after you. Like, I'm on your <laughs> shoulder as you're on the clown. Um, so uh, yeah, you you pick Squiggles up in one arm because he's small and you're not, um, and he he um, puts uh, a hand against your face uh, and just says. You sweet, tall giant. You're too late to help old Squiggles, but not too late to get avocado toast off the streets. You must save the hipsters. The hipsters. Tell me, Squiggles. Tell me about avocado toast. It's worse than you can imagine. The one gang we feared would always come to town. The cartel. It's Los Vikingos. Uh, and then he, he coughs up blood and dies in your arms. Uh, and since I'm a yeller, this is not part of the shoot or anything like that, but I will hold Squibbles in my arm and scream no up to the heavens. Totally no! fair. Because uh, unlike Slab, this is the first person I've actually known who has died in my entire life. <laughs> no it's only one because you're working with acquainted. Slab, otherwise yeah. he would have been fine. No one I've ever been acquainted with or anything like that has died yet. <laughs> Um, so... My grandparents are still alive. It's, it's amazing. It's insane. <laughs> They're both 106. They're in the Guinness Book. You should look them up. Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Gurney. They're Gurney, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Tyler, uh, I'm going to give you uh, vengeance for squiggles, um, <laughs> which means that uh, normally this only works for a PC, but I'm going to apply to an NPC. Uh, so it's a hold. Mm-hmm. You can uh, spend it to get an automatic 10 plus on combat or stunt, provided it's done in direct pursuit of avenging Squiggles' death. Okay. Tom. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to screw with your plot too much, but I want to throw something out there, which is, it, it, feel free to shoot it down, but Slab has his hands trying to like hold, put pressure on the shoulder wound, and then he hears uh, Squiggles' last words about Lost Vikingos. Uh, and Slab flashes back in like a dramatic, it's the past. It's a little bit out of this. focus. It's there. And he sees uh, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Gallows turns back to him and he's like, time for a little Gallows humor. Uh, and then four guys burst in through the door and they like kick him down and they shoot. And, you know, S- Slab takes like a bullet in the shoulder and he goes down too and they kick the gun out of his hands and as he sees them run run away into the back he looks up and he can just see between a balaclava between the bottom of someone's neck a tattoo of a viking logo with a helmet and he's like Los Vikingos it all comes together they all climb into like a, a black like panel van they start rowing the van and you that's what I hallucinated <laughs> afterwards as I was like bleeding out before the ambulance showed up yep and uh, you, you just uh, you remember um, like paramedics kind of rushing o- over you uh, you remember uh, Nick kind of like keeping them at bay it was a very Boromir kind of thing where it's like he took a bunch of bullets and then he like shoved you out of the way and he took a bunch more um, and, uh, as he, he looked back at you, um, as his eyes were, like, your eyes were defocusing, his eyes were defocusing, uh, he just said, huh, guess it's Ragnarok, uh, and then he, he collapsed, and you always wondered what he meant, 
but now it makes sense. Lost Vikingos, the Norwegian-Mexican cartel. You've been tracking them for years, but you never thought they'd come to New Cargo Shores. Yeah. I just thought it was a one-stop shop, and now I've realized this whole thing's linked. This is about Gallows. This is about what's the clown's name? Uh, <laughs> just wait for Gurney to answer. And and tears, uh, one single tear down his cheek. He says his name was Squiggles. Or Squiggly? Squiggles. Squiggles or Squiggly? Squiggles. <laughs> this, is, this is in character. We, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Squig squiggly Squiggles. Well, you know like what? That. It's time to say. And I walk over to the two guys on the ground and I pick them both up by the collar and I shove them against the end, of, like the edge of a tent. And I'm like, listen up, you Norwexican fucks. It's time for you to tell us what's going on with the Vikings. For Squiggles, for Gallows, and for Justice. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, Getting What You Want, please. Or read a person. You can do whichever one you'd like. Uh, I'll do getting what I want, and that is an 11. All right, Damn, dude. Yeah, you're, you're killing it on the roll right? slab. Hey, hey, listen, tragedy. I'm, I'm rolling it on the Google thing, so it's just <laughs> legit chance. Uh, you get what you want, and it's better than you expected. So um, the two of them look at each other, and they're like, okay, please. Honestly, we're pretty low on the ladder. We're happy to tell you what you need to know. Um, so they, uh, they explain, um, that, uh, the, the, like, they're both kind of concerned and he's like, Niels, are you sure we should tell them? And, uh, Jorgen says, yes, it's the only way we might survive. Did you see the hammer? Um, cause he's still scared of the massive giant with the crushing weight of justice in his hand. Yeah, uh, so, crying over a dead clown. Yep. With that, uh, Niels Lopez and um, uh, his his brother Jorgen Lopez uh, begin to to unfold um, their their connection. Uh, it seems that after uh, some time being kept out by the mafia, uh, Los Vikingos have made a move on on New Cargo, uh, and. Um, They've opened a, a drug lab where they're processing avocado toast, which, again, is a mix of, of many drugs. Uh, it's a designer drug that will, will knock all the other drugs out of town because nothing's as good as a mix of heroin, cocaine, meth, and avocados. Um, they've, uh, they've set up a, uh, a drug lab at uh, the Heavenly Gruel, uh, a newly opened <laughs> orphanage in Uptown. Um... <laughs> So uh, they they don't know much, but uh, they they know that that's where the the main uh, Norwexkin operation is, um, and uh, because you rolled so well, uh, you also get the name of El Jarl, the the head of the uh, the Vikingos, Torbjorn Hernandez. He's a, a fearsome man, uh, equal parts desperado and Viking. And he heads up the uh, the cartel. You had so much fun with these names, huh? I don't know what you're talking about, Tyler. I definitely don't have a na list of Norwegian names I've added uh, <laughs> Spanish last names to yeah. right here next to me. I'd have to be a real... <laughs> Tell Ulfric Dominguez to say hi to Hitler when I send him to hell. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Gurney, we, we've got our answers. I think it's time to call the forensics in. 
to let the police squad know what's going on and to raid a goddamn drug orphanage. We cut to um, the arrival of uh, Faith and Grace, uh, who are bickering because, you know, Faith just wants to get in there and bust some skulls, but Grace insists that it's got to be done by the book and orderly so that they can actually hold up in court. Grace gets it. Yeah, Faith is having yeah. none of that, though. She she's says the only court of law is her gun. She's one of those forensics agents who carries around a pistol all the time. Yeah, we both end up quietly standing near the one whose philosophy matches ours and just, yeah. like, chiming in. I think at this point, because we probably had an action scene, I don't think Slab would be directly shitting on Gurney. I think he would be using abstractly this person's <laughs> viewpoint as a way to snipe, but you also keep get some the camaraderie. Sense there's a full adventure happening for Grace and Faith that, like, you're not a part of, but they're like, it all fits. A dead clown. Right. Just like the math professor said. We'll have to go back and check his tarot cards again. Um, okay, I'm not involved in this anymore, Gurney. We should go. Uh, so um, you Let me file a full report first. You know you need you to could... file a report. You also know that uh, you know these things take time. So before you can raid the uh, the orphanage, you'll you'll have to attend a, a very important funeral. Um, we we open on uh, a rainy day in Nukago. Gray skies, dark suits. And a graveyard, a graveyard that slab you're all too familiar with. You stand around in your professional dress uniforms, Gurney, you in your finest suit, slab, you in your finest leather jacket. Yeah, the same outfit. It's the only one yeah. I own. Uh, as a, a rain falls and um, a, a local opera singer belts out a mournful iteration of sending the clowns. Um... <laughs> There's a, uh, a five-honk salute from the other uh, non-Shadling Brothers uh, clowns, uh, and then a, a number of performers and carnies come to pay their respects in increasingly hilarious ways before packing all collectively into a small car one and car, driving yeah. away. Yeah. Um, it's an easy funeral motorcade. It's nice. And I, yeah. look to the, I look to the grave to the right of Squiggles, and I say, It's good to see you, Dad. Look after the clown. And then as we walk away after the funeral, I look at the next grave. I'm like, Mom, bro. Like just seeing, like, you're just saying like, hello to like, every grave. Like, we... Nick, we're going to solve this one for you. There's a new clown here. Keep him company. Uh, and um, Blue, the grave digger, is like, oh, oh, hey, Richard. Good to see you. Oh, are you here because of sad things again? Again, yeah. I hope you're ready to be, dig an extra big hole. I'm going to try to keep him alive. Oh. But this guy, on his gravestone, he wants something about being a father. Make it sound sappy. Sounds good. I'll get digging now. Uh, also, remember, one more burial and your 11th burial's free. And I take out one of those punch cards and it has, like, nine. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the 10th and I'm like, I ought to burn this card. <laughs> And then I put it back in my wallet. <laughs> put it you, away. Reach, you reach into your pocket and pull out that punch card and two, like, fully punched punch cards fall out. <laughs> I don't even notice. <laughs> I, like, look at this, like, oh my god, what? What about your policing causes this to happen? It started before I was police. Oh. It started way before I was a cop. It started back when I was just a child. My parents, 
They ran a 7-Eleven, just wanted to be small business people. We're, like, getting into your minivan and yeah. driving away, but the monologue yeah, no, cuts this is through, a classic, like, the like, whole drive. You're yeah. driving across, like, four bridges for some reason. Like, it's very hard yeah. to get back into New Cargo from here. This is on the uh, the Old Jersey side uh, of, of the uh, the river. So you're driving out of Old Jersey into New Cargo. Yeah, they were both murdered in a 7-Eleven they owned. 7-Eleven. Should have been nine millimeters. None of it had a gun. It was a disaster. Just a gangland slaughter. And then my brother caught in a drive-by at a gas station. I don't go to places that are open 24 hours. It cuts me deep. And then my sister killed by a bear. Or that's what I thought. Then I found out that bear was an outcast from bear society. That had been stealing from garbage cans. It had stolen honey from the bees. That bear was a thief. That bear, that criminal bear ate my sister. I lost my whole family to crime. I lost my first girlfriend to crime. I've lost everyone I've ever learned more than probably the last week of their life to crime. That's why I joined the Navy. And then we went to Germany. (laughs) (laughs) And the damn German narcos took out my whole SEAL unit. So I came back and I said, you know what? If I can't win the fight with evil, I ought to join evil. And I thought there was no one who got me. And that's where I met Nick Gallows, a man who legally changed his name to reference death after both of his parents were murdered by a fire set by (laughs) criminals. A criminal fire. Then we worked together and then he died too. And that's when I realized sometimes you can't be on the side of the angels or the side of the devils. Sometimes you're just waiting to die and maybe you'll take them with you. Slab, have you been to a therapist? I don't believe in that. Oh my God, these are, these are the 1990Xs. That's not cool. Cops don't do that. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> I eject the tape and throw it out the window. But the window is up because I forgot to lower it, so it bounces in, and then I have to roll it down and throw it out. Honestly, I wasn't really agreeing with what they were singing about there. I'm going to have to sit Luke down and talk to him about this outcast. Boy. Honestly, uh, X and the Ombre was a better album, so mm-hmm. maybe get him that I- one. I thought you said your kids were adults. Yeah, I still, I still connect with them. I still try to be involved with their lives. Aren't you worried that once you get to know them, they'll die? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No, I love my sons. I dream of my daughter every night. You have a daughter? No, but I dream about her. <laughs> if I have her, she'll die. <laughs> Everything you have in this world ends. I can't bring a child into it. And then watch them die. I mean, honestly, given your track record, I guess that's a, a wise move. Uh, Why'd you decide to have kids? You're police. You've seen, I mean, the gentler but criminal version of what it's like downtown. You know, people buy avocado toast and sleep with high class escorts while claiming they were just shooting a porno to not go to jail. <laughs> That last one was extremely specific, Slab. Yeah, well, you know, they try to pull that shit in Uptown, and then I just knock their teeth out. <laughs> okay, there's The Johns, I think we should legalize sex too. work, but let's talk about your kids. Why did you decide to have kids in this hellhole of a world? Kevin and I always knew we wanted to have kids right from the get-go. Is Kevin alive? Yes. How'd you pull that one off? I... Just good, healthy living, I guess. Seems like you've got it all, Gurney. 
I'm worried about you on this case. I've got oh. nothing to lose. You seem to have everything. Well, I've always been careful. I follow... I follow the code of conduct, I follow the rules, and it has not failed me yet. The structure is what keeps me sane. But when we were at the circus, I got my guy and you got shot. You followed the rules and I was a maverick. I also got my guy. I mean, I've, have, you even, have you never been hit before? When Gallows died, uh, he just burst into tears <laughs> in the side oh, of the Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the only time. We went in by the book. We tried to do things the way they were supposed to be done, and then just a slaughterhouse. Gurney, you're you're seeing Gallows, or sorry, uh, you're seeing Slab quickly sort of fall into Seymour Skinner-esque nom flashbacks uh, from his time fighting the uh, the Franco-German uh, triad. Uh, no, they're going to be a Yakuza. Fuck it. Uh, the Franco-German Yakuza. <laughs> I was going to say the German Yakuza. <laughs> uh, no, the, the French-German Yakuza. We established they also run fight clubs. Um, uh, yes. Uh, and uh, thinking about his dead partner, all of his dead family, and his potentially dead future child, um, I think it's it's time to try and get the situation back under control. Can you roll me an emote check, please? Yeah. Or you could yell. That's also viable. <laughs> Having just rewatched uh, the entire Lethal Weapon series in preparation for this, uh, I was always like, yeah, Murtaugh's got like a steady head. No, man, he yells at everyone all the time. <laughs> but it's emotional yelling. So you, you pick what works best for you, bud. <laughs> I mean, yelling would, would do the trick. Go now, for it, bud. The, the results don't really fall in line with trying to... Well, what is... What, like, so you're a yeller. That, that's your archetype. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've seen you be very, like, confident and, and quiet and kind of soft-spoken. Is there, like, a, a yeller deep inside of you? Is it just, like, does it come out? What is it... What it, Like, what is your I... version of trying to, like, talk him down that isn't rational? What's the, the emotional like heart version of this that you use i tap into yelling when i when i need it um as a, a big guy um i've always like been in the way and like like my my mass has always been more disruptive mm -hmm. and stuff like that um and so it took me years and years and years to kind of practice like consideration and recognizing the space that I take up and stuff like that and trying to make myself small or be gentle or be soft but growing up I was like loud and big and was was you know knew how to like kind of like wield my my body mass around and stuff like that so I just kind of like go back into the old gurney uh when you yell is it like a like a Chris Farley level like I'm losing it yell, or is it just a get it's out of like my way? It's like a booming voice. Okay, yeah, so it's yeah. not like, yeah, yeah, so it's a very controlled yeah, commanding, yeah, um, cool. It's like Dragonborn, Skyrim, Fusro Da, kind uh, of. Yeah, I'm picking up what yeah. you're putting down. Okay. So, uh, how the big show would yell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, I'll, if you want me to, uh, uh, if, if you'll allow it, I can roll sheer terror to yell. Yeah, man, but go just, for it. Just the res desired result to be to get Again, like to the, calm the, down these, and focus on these tasks. moves have have names uh, based on kind of what the theoretical most used version of them would be. I'm always happy to see what the interpretation is. So yeah, if that okay. if that's what you think you'd be using, go for it. Okay. So that is eight. 
Okay. Uh, what do you get on an eight from Yell? I pick one, but the noise alerts an enemy or group of enemies to your presence. They'll be here any second, no matter where you are. So we are about to be attacked, apparently. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. <laughs> we are under attack. <laughs> um, Driving away from Squiggly's from funeral. funeral. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, so just to bring me back into the scene, uh, the last time you went by the book was... Was when, when Gallows died. That Gallows was when died. I got shot up a bunch. And, uh, and then were, I burst into tears and I'm melting down. It's the only down. time okay. he's ever been hit, apparently. Yeah. It's the only time okay. I ever followed the rules. It wasn't my fault. I told him we should have been Mavericks. Uh, <laughs> and I will, uh, uh, I'll say, uh, Slab, you got to snap out of it. We got a job to do. All right? Now, 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 working on the side of the law, fighting crime, that means you get hit. That means you take hits. That means sometimes the people around you that you care about are going to take hits. So you've, you've had it worse than others, I'll give you that. But the man I've known up until this point has been made hard by it. Not, not let it bring him down and break him down. He's persevered. Was that all a lie, Slab? Was it just a facade? No, I'm, I'm an m M&M. Through and through, hard shell, hard center. None of that peanut M M&M and M crap. Uh, and then I take out a gun and I'm like, "Let's go save some drugged up orphans." That's more like it. And I gently merge back into traffic and uh, as you, you merge back into traffic, uh, you're finding like you're, you're you're like working on getting back into traffic, but there's just there's a car that seems to just be kind of taking up the space and taking up the space, and it, it's 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 really frustrating. You can't understand why. Uh, to see the trunk pop, uh, and then suddenly um, the the trunk flies wide, and a man wearing a horned hat uh, steps up uh, out of it and um, just yells, "Vaya con Dios, motherfucker!" Uh, and he pulls up an RPG and fires <laughs> it at your van. Uh, so Gurney, you have a split second to react to this. I need you to roll me a stunt roll. For you and your partner. Okay. Uh, Ryan, because you have your gun in hand, I will say uh, you can attempt to do violence if you see fit. I 100% do. Uh, if I can, I, I would like to say a one-liner uh, and look at him just go, trunk this. Uh, <laughs> and open fire. Uh, all right, go ahead and roll your your one line, I guess. Sure. So roll plus <laughs> that, swagger. And, great, that's, uh, Tyler, that's a twelve. <laughs> oh my god, unstoppable! Uh, Tyler, what did you roll? I rolled. Um, I'm assuming since it's driving, that's agility instead yep. of muscles, so that's an eight. Eight. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, so um, you can take one forward. However, you need to choose one of the following. Uh, you fall, you lose something, you leave something behind, you hurt yourself, or I can take a move against you. I'm going to say you take a move against me. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, you... So, um, yeah. Uh, Gurney, I was you, say, I, I you was grip say, I your, your hands around the, um, the van wheel, uh, and you feel like you have full control, but, I mean, the man has a missile launcher, and you were trying to merge in behind him. Uh, Slab, what do you do? 
All right, so I, I said my line, which technically <laughs> is an is an action instead of shooting. So technically, I could have just said the line and then. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, this game doesn't work on initiative order the way D and D does. It's instead uh, fully based on narrative. So okay, you say cool. the line and then you take your your action. So Great. Then what you're doing is taking place simultaneously with what Tyler's doing. So roll your violence, and then I'll tell you what happens with his with the move I take against the two of you. Great. Holy shit. This is dope as hell. All right, <laughs> violence is a where? Where are you, violence? A thirteen. God damn, Ryan! I rolled an eleven twice in a row. All I'm, right, homie. Uh, so you wild. can inflict terrible harm. Uh, so that's two harm. Uh, target drops something. Target is knocked down. You make a mess. Something explodes. I uh, would like to shoot him in the rocket launcher. In the so it <laughs> explodes. Yeah. I you yeah. Um, so or actually, in a dream world because I got enough that I could do this because I get to choose three. I would like to shoot him, and then he drops his thing, and it explodes out of the trunk. Oh, shit. Yeah, all right. So he, he like, pulls the, the RPG up onto his shoulder. It's, like, one of those long uh, tube ones. And he's like, Viacondios, motherfucker. Um, but you always remember that day back in Berlin. When you and the, the German police were facing down against the, the, the Yakuza. And they were like, Vive la Germanie! Uh, and you watched uh, a German sharpshooter uh, from the cops just shoot him in his support hand because those rocket launchers are heavy. Uh, yeah, his and, name was Wagner Hirohito. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, because he, he, he also grew up uh near the french german yakuza but you know he took the right path so he he aimed and hirohito uh fired and you always remember that shot you got him to teach it to you at the range later so you you have your pistol and then you just do that like stupid thing that never really works with pistol shooting but it does in movies where you just raise it slightly and you fire uh and you blow three fingers off the hand that's like supporting the um the rocket launcher so he drops the the RPG as he pulls the trigger, and uh, he launches the grenade into the the bottom of the trunk. And I gotta tell you, it's got room for like a toolbox and a spare tire. Uh, you could easily fit groceries in there, maybe three suitcases if you really pack them. But it does not have room for an explosion. Mm. Uh, so the explosion tears the back off the uh, the car, uh, and you see it pinwheel. Um, however. Uh, Gurney, because you rolled low on it, uh, the sp I'm going to put you in a spot, which is uh, you see it hit another car, and that car starts careening towards the edge of the bridge. Uh, and you can see a bunch of... It's got, like, a full family of stick figure stickers in the back window. Um, and oh, that can, means there's a big family in there! Yeah, you can see it spinning uh, towards the, uh, the side of the bridge. The enemies seem to have been incapacitated, but uh, this family's in dire danger what do you do um i'll uh <laughs> i will uh, uh drive the van uh around it from behind and then pull up beside it on the other side and try and shield it with the van Okay, uh, go ahead and roll stunt, please. Uh, this time I'd say probably use muscles, because this is less, like... I'm going to be fancy, more just, like, yeah, just jamming yeah. in there. Appreciate that charity, Tom. Um, that's six plus muscle is nine. 
Nine. All right. Um, so you succeed. Oh, plus one. Oh, yeah, forward. yeah. You have a forward. So ten. Oh, ten. Oh, God. buddy. Yeah, that was going to be real bad for you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you flash back as you, you wrench the wheel to a hypothetical conversation that uh, you and, and Kevin had on this very bridge uh, three years ago. Um, the three boys were in the back. Uh, they were all singing along to uh, Self Esteem uh, from an earlier Offspring album. Um, and, uh, you know, the two of you were, were having played adult conversation in the front, but you've been gridlocked for, for about an hour. This bridge was, was packed. Um, and at some point, you got onto the philosophical conversation of, well, okay, if you had to stop a car from going off this bridge, mm-hmm. how would you do it? And Kevin was like, well, I, I think truly the, the only way to do it would be to, to guide them using the, the front of your car, and you could adjust them and move them as though they were your own car. You know, it's, the, it's as though their vehicle were doing, were yelling, as you wish, and you were like, haha, I've got it. How, how would you do it, dear? Uh, and I would say now, all right, this is just hypothetical, Kevin, so don't get mad at me. I know this is a lease, uh, but I would, uh, I would just drive the car up beside them between the other car and the gap and just kind of counter ram them. (laughs) But that's ridiculous. I mean, surely our, Well, this whole conversation's ridiculous. Well, yes, obviously it is, uh, John, but I mean... You know, we've listened to Smash three times now because we don't have very many cassettes. Uh, so I, for one, am tired of singing along to the dulcet tones of the offspring. So we need to fill the time somehow. And all I'm saying is, yes, it's a lease that will scratch ours up. In my version, we only have to replace the bumper. In yours, we're, we're clearly replacing the paint and the siding. Well, yes, but I'm saving a life, right? I mean, uh, I don't see... You know, I'm not a fancy driver like you. I, 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 I can just... Well, legally, I can't argue that you are saving a life, so I guess that's why you're the cop and I'm just a lawyer. Well, I'm not just a lawyer, Kevin. All right, thanks, Eddie. I appreciate that. <laughs> that is also true. It's a tremendous conflict yeah. of interest, but... It really is. We need to get The courts are very corrupt. <laughs> uh, you slam the van uh, in between, and uh, to your, your satisfaction... Um, it, it takes the weight of the car, and you see an entire family like pressed up against the glass... Um, waving at you, um, and uh, you... Slab's doing that pastor thing where he's got the little like thing over his head, and he's just yelling like "woohoo, counter ram!" <laughs> <laughs> he's having a ride. And uh, John, you make a, a subtle note to mention this to Kevin later because uh, it came up a few more times after that ride. Like this <laughs> continued to be a point of contention about yeah. the lease. Uh, that said, you do also hear. Um, uh, you're you're worried that you're gonna hear like scraping, grinding metal, but you rolled a ten, so it, it really just works out for you. And you you look out the window, and the two runners on both sides of your vehicle, just by pure happenstance, happen to sync up. So Perfect. they just kind of like, but no, your paint job is fine. Aside from that time that Lucas missed with his keys and like scratched the side, that's still there. But like you know, teenagers. Um. Great. So uh, I want to uh, pull around to this exploded wreck of a car uh, and uh, uh, investigate. Uh, Every, is it, is it everyone's just... dead. It's a flaming wreck. And if you don't hurry, 
the orphans might be too. My God. And I'll peel around and merge back into traffic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, signal. Yeah. If yeah. they know we're here, they know we're headed for the orphans. There's no time for crime scene management. It's time to be police cops. And with and that, like... you take the yeah you you take the minivan up to an appropriate speed, and yeah. uh, safely drive to the orphanage. Our police cops one shot features the voices of Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, and of course our fabulous DM slash storyteller Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan Laplante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker. That's M R K R on Twitter. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar J A H Z Z A R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.